The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. The closer we get to the coming of Jesus Christ, the more we ought to desire to be like Christ. I mean, honestly, uh, there ought to be a thorough house cleaning before the Master shows up. I mean, He's coming to, to make inspection. We're going to stand before Him and give an account of our lives, and we ought to be thinking, Lord, I want to get ready for that day. Uh, that's really the great truth that is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 because the whole book is about the coming of Christ, but then it culminates as we near the end with these words, Abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're all getting ready to see Jesus. Whether you realize it or not, you're getting ready to meet God, and that ought to change the way you live your life today. A great parallel to that would be 1 John chapter 3, where the Bible says in verse 2, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. In other words, with the hope that I'm going to see Jesus any moment, I want to be clean. I want to be right. That's really what it means to be sanctified. Now, we've been talking about this work of sanctification. The word just simply means to be set apart. And God sets us apart to Himself in a very real way. That happened on the day you got saved. Uh, he sees you now sanctified. He sees you as a saint. He views you as His Son. Positionally, that's true. Practically, we got to work at it. That means every day of our life, the Lord's working in us uh, to make that a living reality in us. And so, we've learned it's a process. It's ongoing. It, it happened yesterday. It's working in you today. He's working in you today. We've learned that it's a peaceable thing. It's the very God of peace that's sanctifying you. If you want peace, Peace is always connected in Scripture to purity. We live in a world that wants peace without purity. But God always begins by making us pure. Then His peace rules and reigns in our hearts. Then we learned it's a prayer. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. But now I bring you today to this very important truth. Please don't miss this. It's a partnership. You see, God links verse 22 with verse 23. The command to abstain from all appearance of evil with the promise that the very God of peace will sanctify you wholly. So somebody says, well, is this our work or is this God's work? It is God's work in us, but we must cooperate with Him. We are laborers together with God. In other words, God does His part, we must do ours. He gives us a certain responsibility in this process of sanctification. God's the one who purges. God is the one who preserves, but we are called on to abstain. As we obey, we allow God to do His full work in us. As we cooperate with Him and yield to Him, then it gives Him the liberty to work in us everything He wants to do. This word, whole, whole spirit, soul, and body, 
uh, sanctify you wholly. That's a significant word. It means every part of you. The only way to be holy is to be wholly given to God. It is the whole life, all of me given to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's something that I must do consciously every day of my life. As I do that, then the Lord continues to do His work in me. Now, let me give you a parallel to this. Uh, near the end of the New Testament, the little book of Jude, again, nearing the coming of Jesus Christ, it gives these same principles about our responsibility and God's work in us. It says in Jude verse 21, Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And if some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I've marked in my Bible, in verse 21 of Jude, keep yourselves, and in verse 24, him that is able to keep you. Someone says, which is it? Yes, yes. There is a keeping that I'm to do and there's a keeping that he does. He's the only one who's able to keep me from falling. He's the only one who has that kind of power and strength. But I am called on to keep myself close to Him. I am called to keep myself unspotted from the world. I'm called to keep myself separate from the things that would dishonor the work of God in my life. I wonder, are you working with God today as He's working in you? It's a partnership. We're working together. I know some people that want God to do all of His work without them doing any of theirs. Now, they don't want to obey. My friend, if you're not willing to obey the clear commands of Scripture, if you're not willing to put your life wholly in God's hands, what makes you think that the Lord's going to be able to do everything with your life that He desires to do? There's a cleansing that we do, and there's a cleansing that He alone does. The Bible says that He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the deep cleansing that God does in our souls. Aren't you grateful for that? And yet the Scripture also says, Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. You see, God does His work. We must do ours. The idea here is that the Lord will make us whole. The Lord will make us complete. The Lord will make us into what He wants us to be. But we must be thorough about repentance. We must be thorough about confession. We must be thorough about forsaking our sin. We must say to the Lord, Lord, I want to do everything you want done and nothing you don't want me to do. We began early on in our talk and our study through 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 uh, realizing that God always has more for all of us. And I showed you some of the scriptures throughout 1 Thessalonians to this model church that the Lord had more and more and He wanted them to abound. There was room for growth. Well, could I point out to you something very basic? And it is this. There's not just a 1 Thessalonians in your Bible. There's a 2 Thessalonians. God always has more to say. God always has more to teach us. God always has a greater work that He desires to do in us. And this model church, though they had received all this instruction in 1 Thessalonians 5, the work of sanctification still was not complete. Years later, the Apostle Paul is going to write to them again. And in 2 Thessalonians, have to correct a few little things in their thinking, uh, some things where they had gotten off and uh, reiterate what a holy life looks like and all of that. Why is that? Because the most mature, experienced Christians are still in the process of being sanctified. God is working to purify and to purge in your life. Would you say yes to Him today? Just right now, would you just pause wherever you are and say to the Lord, Lord, I thank You for saving me, and I thank You that You're still working on me. 
that little song we used to sing as children. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Oh, Lord, that's what I want. To be what you created me to be. Uh, to be what you saved me to become. To be what you've called all of your children to be. And that is a holy people. Set apart to yourself. Sanctified in every part. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It won't be done till Jesus comes. He is coming. He may come today. But until Jesus Christ comes, work with the Lord to let the Lord do His deep and thorough and lasting work in you. I promise you, when you show up someday at the nail-pierced feet of Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ, you'll be glad that the Lord was given the liberty to do the work in your life now that He so desires to do. Oh, may the Lord teach us all what it means to be a holy people. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey.